So a false negative test, um, uh, this speaks not just to COVID, but broadly also to any other PCR diagnostics. That usually happens either if the specimen or the sample that was submitted was not of adequate quality, um, then your test can be false negative. The other um, issues that uh, determine the false negative test, it also dependent on in which stage of the infection the patient is. So if someone just had an exposure and you test too early, the test might be negative. But then with time, as the virus then replicates in that person, if they are infected, it will become positive. Also towards the end of the illness, especially in, in people that might have been um, they might have been sick with mild illness, didn't see it necessary to seek medical help, and then at a later stage they become more severely ill that they have to go to a doctor and then end up in hospital. Usually then at that time, because it is then also a time delay then towards where they then acquire medical help where a test is conducted. And in some of those instances, you can also miss um, basically detecting the virus. Um, so in those patients, sometimes, you know, antibody testing might help to say that they had exposure to the virus, um, but the PCR might be negative. So the, the golden rule usually is that as soon as a patient, a patient or person becomes symptomatic, the golden rule is normally three days post the onset of symptoms. That is normally the optimum time to take a specimen then for PCR. But as you know, a lot of people are asymptomatic, and then you normally don't know unless they are then a contact of someone who are symptomatic. So, so false negative, there's some um, indications also. Sometimes we talk about what is the clinical value of a PCR test. Uh, and the general uh, feeling is that any t tests that are positive with a what we call a cycle threshold value, that's how many times the reaction, because PCR is, is, is basically making copies and how many times it has to make these multiple copies or cycles that it has to go through to make these copies. Normally, if, if your cycles are then less than 30, or um, then in those instances, then they see the patient as still being infectious and being able to transmit the infection to another person. If the person is positive with a higher cycle threshold value, that means more than 30. As you know, your standard PCR tests that are done in the laboratories normally have cycles of up to 40. Then the cycles above 30 are not seen as that person might still be infectious, but it does, it does give you an indication that the person had the virus. Uh, you might know as well that we now also have the rapid antigen testing, and the rapid antigen test, for instance, might miss those cases where in the laboratory those persons might have been positive with a PCR where the cycle threshold value is greater than or equal to 30. You, you know, in one instance for, for, uh, for, for over that, I know an example that was discussed with me by the pathologist was where the test was done on a patient. The first test was negative. And then they called, they discussed with the pathologist because they had a high index of suspicion. 
and then the pathologist advised them to take a new sample. Like I said, it depends also on the quality of the specimen that was taken. So then they took a new sample, the test was repeated, and then the test was positive. Remember, even on patient's PCR results, it states there that a negative PCR test does not necessarily mean that the person might not have, not have had a an infection. And usually we advise the doctors in the clinical settings that if they do have a high index of suspicion, then they should retest, either immediately or at a later stage.